0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big 5D podcast. I'm Charles Lachlan. I'm a co-founder of Big 5 Digital and managing editor as well. And I'm here with Levina Ramkasun, who is uh, an advisor of the African Union, among other things. So I'm going to let you fill in the among other things a little bit. Levina, we're here to talk about artificial intelligence, trends in artificial intelligence, which is your area of expertise. Before we get into that, why don't you just give us a little bit of background? on you.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for that. Um, so in, in a shortened version, um, I'm kind of known as the AI mom um, who speaks Africa. And uh, that kind of came about uh, because I've been in the technology space for over 25 years or so. Um, started off as a real techie and gravitated more into the uh, emerging tech as we know it for today. Um, I started off with a love for the human mind, uh, but then actually gravitated into computer science. Um, only later on to actually go back into the love of human mind. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much uh, in a nutshell where I am. Okay.
0: And so in terms of your role with the Africa Union, could you d- tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So it was um, quite an interesting journey uh, in terms of that. Um, they were exploring the options of getting uh, technology experts into the actual um. Uh, formation of policies and to see how that would actually, uh, you know, pan out. Um, so, you know, we literally had a room full of uh, lawyers that be uh, you know, copyright lawyers versus, you know, human rights lawyers uh, versus the politicians versus startups, and then us as technology experts in the field to kind of dictate uh, or determine, rather, uh, you know, the uh, the sort of path forward. Um, so that's basically how it kind of came about and started and ever since then um, it's kind of always been a common uh, a common go-to
0: okay all right so ai um okay just very quickly what is the ai mom story why did at what point i assume you're a mom that's great love that but why did people start calling you ai mom
1: yeah so besides the fact that i'm probably the only person on the planet that actually has uh twin girls Um, So I could say that I have, uh, I'm an AI mom with digital twins, (laughs) but, uh, you know, um, having having that aside, I kind of started doing a lot of coaching and mentoring in the space. And that's pretty much how that came about. Um, You know, it was uh, everyone kind of wanting some form of a reference or a Mm -hmm. quicker reference to me as a person. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually suggested by one of the startups that I was uh, coaching at that particular point in time. Uh, and this was probably a good uh, six years ago or so so it's been around for for a while
0: <laughs> okay all right well you know it's worked for you okay um AI is having a moment this year it, so it, it seems um I've thought about it written about it a little bit I don't claim to be an expert but I'm an expert on none of the things I ask people about so that's okay let's try to keep this in a context uh, you know big five's focus is on the digital transformation of SMEs in Africa, Middle East, that can be fairly broadly defined as you know, b- you know B two B, since most businesses are small businesses. That's not true that all businesses are. But let's think about this in that framework of how small businesses, smaller businesses, should think about AI in Africa, Middle East, et cetera. So, what what should people be thinking about around AI today in terms of applying it to their business if they know nothing about AI?
1: I love this question because it's just about the actual uh, practicality of how we can implement it. Um, And for me, it's two major areas, right? One being uh, around automation, so automation of tasks uh, within your entire organization. And that could actually include decision making. Uh, The other portion of it is around optimization. Um, So in very simple terms, if you want to think about AI, uh, just broadly think about it in those two aspects.
0: Okay, that's that frames it pretty well. So in terms of so automation, optimization. Um, now, one of the conversations that we always seem to have around AI is what will it replace, right? And and and, and you know, let's be honest about that. There are man. My sense of it is, and please correct me or you know expand on this, is that if it's busy work, it will be automated. Uh, more or less and uh and 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 so you can look at it this two ways that ai will take away jobs where people spend a a fair amount of time doing kind of easily automated tasks or jobs will become more uh, engaging because those easily automated tasks will be automated freeing time for less for more engaging work which is it is it both and to what kind of talk about the degree to which it's one or the other
1: yeah so absolute agreement with you, I think it is a combination of both um, and it's very largely dependent on the industry or the vertical that you lie within, right uh-huh. um, or that you service. So um, you know given that, um, I think we're going to start seeing um, a lot of engagement from, for example, um, the more softer side of AI, what we call general AI, um, which is things like chatbot convers- conversational, of AI, you know, um, whether, you know, if we had to take it or break it down into an SMME sort of perspective um, within the finance space, it would be things like, uh, you know, as I mentioned, the chatbot, a robovisor, you know, um, those are some of the things that we've kind of seen, uh, but we're going to see it shift into a different dimension because there's different layers to AI. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've seen is it's a very basic sort of communication at this point in time. Uh, where it's gravitating to, where it will become more beneficial to uh, you know SMEs um, is literally around taking a, a weight off in terms of assessing um, a client engagement in terms of being able to um, automate some mundane tasks, right That could be a, a reply or a response um, you know literally going from a you know nine to five business to a twenty four by seven business. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are the kind of practicalities that we've seen. um, And I think COVID has really expedited that adoption rate. You know, in terms of the other areas of it, we've obviously seen uh, what we call or term digital nudging that's happened, right, which is a lot to do in the advertising space. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that digital nudging has happened not only in the digital, uh, uh, digital advertising space, but all across social media, right. So we've seen, for example, uh, LinkedIn, um, you know, Google Maps, uh, Spotify, Netflix, um, you know, we, we literally cannot live without it. So that digital nudging is something that uh, SMEs can also addedly jump onto um, in, in terms of, you know, uh, optimization of a customer experience. So I'm sure you've heard that everyone's kind of super focused at this point in time around the customer experience and what that's actually going to yes. look like so kind
0: of talking about what's in the news and getting some of your sense of it you know chat has sort of been the focus of this conversation chat gpt is kind of a it's open ai solution um it's they're coming out with different versions of it right um so very big companies are building some very big solutions on top of it and there have been some uh stumbles let's just say uh related to sort of the quality of the the responses people are getting or the sense of is it sentient or not which i think is kind of silly to be honest with you but uh kind of funny and silly and fun to talk about perhaps um you know but we've seen some sort of okay we're throwing this out there as if it just was invented i'm sure it's been worked on i don't know exactly for how many years quite a few um but, you know, there have been some bumps in the road in terms of the quality of the responses and so on and so on, whether it's a tool for plagiarism, all these things. How do you filter through all of the sort of negativity about AI that we're seeing and apply it to where you think it'll be going in sort of the near term?
1: OK, that's a um, that's a complex question. And I intended to my so. Best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll absolutely try my best uh, to kind of segment the answers. So generally, ChatGPT falls within the category of what we call generative AI. Right. Now, generative Dali AI- is has, another
0: one where you, you can make art or you can create con, uh, verbal uh, text content, basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Those are two examples for,
0: for one or the other, yeah.
1: Yeah, and in addition to that, we've seen music being composed uh, right. and, and, and generated. We've seen songs, we've seen books, we've seen verses, we've seen poetry, we've seen videos, we've seen, Yes. um you know deep fake as well um, podcasts are next <laughs> podcasts are probably next um let's hope not yeah. we like well maybe that.
0: that'll be a, a relief to us all who knows
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely so you know uh, in terms of all of that that mm-hmm. falls within that generative ai that we spoke about but a lot of the things that kind of come to light in terms of the challenges are definitely things around uh, fake, around copyright, around IP, around analysis of the actual data. So, you know, largely why ChatGPT kind of doesn't get it right at this point in time is basically because of the data that it sits with, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if I take you back, you know, a good, I don't know, 25, 30 years, um, what I first learned in, in, in computer science was literally... Um, what they say, garbage in, garbage out. I, right? I was
0: That's... going to say that, but chose not
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so apologies for bringing it up, but um, so 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 that concept in itself is pretty much where we are at, right? Okay. Uh, we've known for a very long time that we invested in technology, we invested in the potential of technology, and over the decades, it's not let us down. It's simple as that. So we we know that tech can do anything, right? Right now. Um, and, and and right now it's super intuitive and it's super lucrative and it's super exciting and you know super sexy for a lack of a better word. Um, and you know all of that, again, are, are great things, but we've got to balance it somewhere along the line, right? right? So So the whole balancing effect needs to come in is the potential of human. So you know, this is where we start talking about the you know human in the loop kind of effect. Or we talk about you know what our morals and values and our ethics around it and you know in terms of balancing that scale again right um and, and it's quite an interesting space for me in particular because of the love of human mind and the love of tech um you know and and, and kind of seeing you know tech become more human and and, and humans become more machine-like um and, and that's the kind of blurry space that we're kind of getting ourselves into right now Um, But yeah, again, I I guess those are some of the challenges that we kind of talk about um, on on, on a more holistic level. Um, You know, if we want to get into, you know, the nitty gritties of it, it's more around, you know, uh, infrastructure, the integrated sort of systems, how can we get them to talk better, function better, navigate better, uh, because I don't know if you know, but uh, last year was uh, a year where metaverse was one of the words right. of the year, right? Yeah, Web3
0: and metaverse and now, are spoken of a bit less now than they were perhaps a year ago. But that doesn't mean they won't be back in force yeah, soon, you know.
1: That's it. And, and, and the reason why it's kind of quietened down a little bit is because of the infrastructure layer. So right. there, there needs to be a lot more... Um, And this is another famous word that you would have heard interoperability. So, you know, that interoperability between the hardware, between the different systems, between the different software, between the different ecosystems, all these different levels kind of really need to start uh, engaging on a much more efficient level, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where they kind of see some of the generative AI or, you know, the future uses of AI kind of really starting to kick in. Like for example, around uh, optimization of uh, uh, you know chip manufacturing, for example. Right. Optimization of drugs, uh, optimization for clinical trials. You know, um, you know synthetic data because you know we obviously need volumes of data to be right. able to train the models well. Um, you know, and a good example here is to state that you know within Africa, uh, for example, we only have two percent of the health data actually captured, or that mm-hmm. actually contribute to the world stats right in terms of health data right. so you know that gives you a good idea in terms of um, you know the whole synthetic uh, data conversation as well in terms of being inclusive Yeah.
0: so could you talk for a moment about how you think ai will advance africa as an? i hate to say africa as an emerging market i get probably yeah. rightly cr- uh, uh, cr- corrected for using that phrasing but let's go there for a moment and say how does AI yep. sort of advance the development of a mar- an emerging market, sort of emerging markets like Africa?
1: Okay, so uh, for me, uh, I think it largely comes back to the impact to society, right? Mm-hmm. So what we've seen is things like financial inclusion, right. uh, where we know, for example, Africa has had a very small adoption rate, um, and we've had mass uh, amounts of people excluded out of this financial what? system. Um, you know, and hence the birth of things like mobile wallets and mobile money, um that kind of also allowed a bit of bridging to happen, right? Um, so I think from 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 that perspective, being a lot more inclusive um, for for large mass of people is, is what we're going to see. Similarly within the healthcare system. We know that uh, you know that in itself has been uh, punched um for a lack of a better word, whether it's from an infrastructure perspective, a political perspective or just pure investment perspective, right? Um, It's kind of just been something that people forget about. Um, You know, another area, for example, is around refugees. So this is an area where I think we could see a lot of potential assistance and help, uh, you know, to kind of uh, bring back a lot and and, and start including masses back into society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Another area is around agriculture. Um, You know, I, I think there was a crazy stat, something in like seven years, we're going to see Africa importing more food than it actually grows, and yeah. that in itself is is a crazy stat, right? I mean, we sit with vacant land, we sit with borders. that shouldn't be know, necessary. Weather. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, how can we then utilize those areas to then optimize our current environment so that we don't end up in that predicament, right? Um, this is, this is a
0: lot of data processing, uh, using AI to take in reams of data and do more with them. Faster Is that a fair way to Yeah. very, very broadly yeah, summarize? I,
1: yeah, I think I would just add in uh, one word, which is meaningful. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bring, bring about meaningful uh, sort of context uh, to the data. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, one, it's about capturing it. Uh, two, it's about how do we process it. But then three, it's about how do we actually then understand and contextualize that uh, so that we can match that to our actual impact that we want right. to make across right. the continent if we if
0: you don't mind if we could go back to the financial inclusion piece i had a gentleman on brenton Naker from cvvc not too long ago and i talking about blockchain because they're a blockchain venture firm and the question i always ask when i'm talking to somebody about a technology is giving me a specific use case on how your technology is having an impact okay and he talked about remittances and that made sense okay could you it doesn't have to be financial inclusion but that's a good place to start could you maybe drill down a little further and give me a more concrete example of how ai is advancing the cause of impact for smes ideally but but citizens in general Um, is there one example that you could offer
1: yeah, there's a couple. Um, okay. So, you know, firstly, um, around credit, credit history, credit profiling. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is something that we've probably not done to a very great extent, uh, purely because masses have been left out previously, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do we start creating a profile for someone uh, within that space becomes the key question, right? Uh, how do we kind of work between the traditional systems, the fintech, uh, which includes things like AI and blockchain? Um, and, you know, the the sort of other end of it, which is the telcos and, you know, the the, the whole mobile wallets and the, you know, um, mobile money, right? So, you know, in, in that ecosystem itself, um, just around credit, um, there's a new way that we need to forge in terms of saying, you know, I as Lavina as a digital citizen, yes, I want to apply for a particular loan. Uh, how do I qualify? You know, <laughs> is it still purely based on something of my past? And if so, um, how can we create a model that is best suited for Lavina, right? Um, We know that there've been lots of examples where AI has heightened the biasness that comes along with how we have traditionally done things in the space. So I think one of the most famous examples was a husband and wife that kind of applied for credit at the same time, Uh, the wife got uh, rejected, the husband got approved. Uh, You know, and and that should not have been the case because their circumstances was actually more favorable for the wife rather than the husband. Um, But there was sort of a default
0: baked into the system that people hadn't detected until that point. Is that kind of what happened?
1: Absolutely. I mean, another area for us um, would be things like fraud detection and fraud (laughs) fraud prevention. Um, You know, we've seen lots of cases in Africa where this has gone right and where it's gone wrong. Uh, both on the mobile side, both on the blockchain side, both on the traditional side. Um, so again, you know, that's an area where it becomes very much more about protecting the end consumer. Um, you know, another area, for example, could be anti-money laundering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where we know crypto, for example, has been hit quite a few times. You know, especially the likes of South Africa, right. um, and you know that again leads to how can we optimize and how can we start detection. Much earlier uh, with a 24 hour monitoring process that can actually provide and protect that end consumer. But it has to be on a very personalized level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, gone are the days where it's about someone giving, you know, for example, a cybersecurity solution just to the general, uh, you know, uh, businesses or to the end consumer. It's now about how can I actually personalize Lavina's experience throughout her journey uh, in this digital realm and
0: in the physical realm okay so is it fair to say that ai is impacting our lives in a lot more ways now than we realize because of some of the things you're talking about that's my sense of it is that we've been ai has been running our lives sort of behind the curtain for quite some time now and we just don't really realize. we focus on the things that are quite visible to us like the deep fakes and the chat gbt novels and things like that and we're not focusing on sort of behind the curtain, how our credit decisions are being made so much faster now, you know, and that sort of thing. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, absolutely fair. Um, and I think it's been such a slow progression over yeah. a period of time that you, if you had to pause right now and look back 10 years or look back 20 years, you'd actually be surprised at the amount of AI integration, right, that one has in one's life. Mm-hmm. um you know for example if i had to ask you a simple question of you know how long does it take you to engage with ai from the moment that you wake up in the morning
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's now a matter of nanoseconds
0: P- probably you while think- you were sleeping you were engaging quite heavily with ai yeah
1: yeah probably <laughs> right so so that whole dependency that mm-hmm. we're now creating for um you know living in this uh you know or always being plugged in um you know is becoming more and more real right yeah. um and you know, it's especially unique for Africa because we still sit with very unique uh, sort of primitive, uh, um, I guess, issues, right, for lack of better word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things like uh, electricity, things like water, Um, you know, they hinder whether or not we get included permanently into this digital transition or whether we stay away from it, Mm -hmm. right. So, you know, again, for example, uh, you know, uh, the cost of uh, Twitter uh, to get a blue tick right, right these days right, right. is $8. So, you know, and, and, and to be part of that faster algorithm and to kind of get the kind of right likes and the right views from certain right. people. Get engagement. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, $8 in Africa a month really are you kidding me uh, <laughs> you could buy so
0: much more important things, so many more important things for it i mean the
1: average power electricity that, water
0: food yeah yeah uh the list is it's the same reason that app it's not really an app economy you know um yeah you know because if you're spending three to four dollars i spend three to four dollars on many different things to help do the work that i do i don't enjoy it but i it's sort of a part, cost of doing business but if you add all those up uh, that would go a very long way, you know, towards other more basic necessities. So you can see why yeah. that, that's just not a tenable path, you know.
1: And and that's why I think it's so important yeah. um, that we kind of play between those spaces of a social, a human and uh, intellectual, right? Mm. Um, and we shouldn't actually give up our, our humaneness, you know. Right. Uh, I think, um, for a large extent, lots of people have said that AI in itself has allowed us to reflect on who we are as hu- humans and what role we want to play, and it kind of really leads to the conversation of a dystopian versus a you know non-dystopian future, um, and and basically what we want to create. Um, you know, so to the SMEs, to businesses, to providers that are out there. You know, each one of us actually has a role to play. It's you determining what role you wish to play within that cycle, right? Um, and and we can all easily go wrong. I mean, you know, we've seen it, uh, and and I think our history as 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 a society has shown us that we've gotten it wrong a few times. But that's okay. It's about how do we mass shift? How do we mass adopt? How do we mass include? Right? So that we kind of don't sit with the same sort of uh divisions that we've had uh in the past right. right
0: right right okay so i'm going to ask a final question which kind of goes back a bit to some things we were talking about earlier around generative ai and you know when, when, when some of the things have happened around chat gpt giving bad information or whatever and i i kind of roll my eyes if people say see it's not ready for prime time it's not ready for this then i kind of roll my eyes and say how long do you think it's going to take for that to, to get for them to get that right and for these things to just be doing way more than we even can imagine today how fast do you do you think how long do you think it'll take before and i'm not saying before it's reading the news or writing an oscar-winning film but which could be you know it could already do that um but how long do you think before i guess to put it in a simple way before the bugs are worked out and this these things are doing everything that you know people said chat vt was going to be doing a couple of months ago and then there's a couple of stumbles and people are like see and i'm like just wait so when i say just wait how long do you think the just wait is um literally
1: nanoseconds okay <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good answer I know, but, um, okay you know so it's already happened know.
0: since the in the in the pause in that answer that's already Fixed everything. Yeah,
1: it, it, it has. So literally two days ago or three days ago, I think it was, uh, I read an article where AI actually came up with a new material, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a new composition of material and what they call robotic slime. And, uh-huh. you know, this in itself is a liquid metal. It can do different things. It's something that we have not thought about, for mm-hmm. example. We know that it's already gone ahead and, um, you know, um, understood the entire protein um, makeup or all the DNA sequences and variations to that, right? CRISPR. Uh, yeah. We know, for example, um, you know that it's played its role, for example, in, in robotics itself, as in the physical robots, uh, we've seen the adoption for Amazon actually sit at about 500,000 robots to date, which uh-huh. is a shocker.
0: I was gonna try to get um, through this without making a Terminator reference, and you just handed <laughs> it to me
1: go for
0: it <laughs> well no no that that metal slime you were talking about a, a second ago i was picturing that yeah. forming the face of the, the you know whatever uh, the, the the actor on uh terminator whose name escapes me not not arnold schwarzenegger the other guy anyway <laughs> that's probably a good point to end this on uh it's been a fun conversation i just want to note for our listeners you will be speaking at our conference which is very soon uh by the time this comes out it'll probably be about Two weeks time in cape town the big five summit you'll be talking about related topics and we look forward to seeing you there we hope everyone can join us there and uh thank you very much for chatting with us today
1: thank you so much and i hope you've had fun with ai